0: love that!
1: Download our app today and enjoy tackle-busting benefits with great odds, more markets, and same-game multi every NRL match at Palmer Bed. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call one 858 858 Welcome everyone to episode 390 of Furgun the Freak. I'm your host, the Glorious League Freak, and today we have a very special guest. You've heard it before. She is an amazing author. She's a great contributor to our podcast. She paid me to say all of those things. Her name is I ja- laid <laughs> it
2: on thick. <laughs> hey, there you go.
1: you have just watched your team, the Parramatta Eels, absolutely put on a vintage performance in front of a pretty big crowd at Parramatta Stadium. They smashed the Dragons. There was even a disrespectful. <laughs>
2: yeah. I thought that was pretty good. It would have been better if I got around the first time, but you know shit happens yeah.
1: <laughs> it's uh it's cool when your team wins like that hey where it's it just feels like a celebration of your club,
2: yeah, yeah, and um it's good because it hasn't happened very often for us mhm so I don't there's so many people like, oh they need you to be super successful before you're allowed to celebrate any type of success. Mm-hmm. And it's like, get fucked.
1: Yeah. It's just that sometimes you, you know, and I, I've been through it with the Panthers too, where, you know, if you've not had a great run at one point or whatever, and you just have a day where everything get, goes right, you know, it works out well, you put up a big score, you are beaten a, a team that, you know, is another one of the bigger clubs. And it just everything just feels good. You walk away from the game and you're like, "That was great. I really enjoyed that." And it just felt like this was one of those games.
2: It was fun. It was it was a lot of fun.
1: Now I'm looking and, at um, the I'm looking at the ladder, right? The Eels with that win, they move up into third place.
2: Really? They're,
1: yeah, yeah. They're equal on comp- they're equal on competition points with the Storm, who are in second. Uh, and also the Sharks are in fourth. But, they're, but, I mean, but all of these teams are behind the undefeated, undisputed champions of the world, the Panthers. Um, we don't play you guys for another, what is it, eight weeks or something?
2: Yeah, something like that. We're playing um, Titans again next week, mm. I think.
1: Do you reckon you'll beat them fairly this time?
2: Beat them Fairly, I didn't get to watch that game, so I don't really know what happened. I was at work.
1: Uh that's they. It's called the uh, Great Titan Screwjob of 2022. That's what they were calling the first one.
2: Oh, really? Yeah.
1: what, yeah. what do they
2: call that one against um Canberra?
1: What one? What, what, what? Oh, the one where they
2: lo- <laughs> <laughs> where <laughs> they lost because they fucking sucked.
1: Yeah. They, in the <laughs> second half, they Woody. That was a problem. <laughs> What would you call that? You'd call that the uh, uh, the humbling in the capital or something.
2: I don't know. Yeah,
1: you just got to have... give them, they've all got to sound like WrestleMania, like oh, taglines. Okay.
2: Because I was going to say the explosive diarrhea, so, but that's not really an expressly tagline, is it?
1: No, not really. You can say no. that on a podcast, say. They, did, they, they exploded that diarrhea all over. And it sucks dating. because
2: I actually really like them. I like them.
1: Yeah. What, what's that?
2: I don't know. I just like them.
1: Yeah, I like to see them do well because I just think Titans fans and, and Gold Coast Rugby League fans in general they haven't had much to celebrate ever. Yeah. So I mean, they were called the Seagulls for like ten years. Poor cunts.
2: Best Stevens. Stevens the goals.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they were called the. They were called the okay. Giants. And then the seagulls, and then the chargers, then they all wound up, and now they're the Titans. And it's like, oh, Jesus, could we just pick and stick here?
2: Yeah, yeah, it would be good, but I, I don't mind them. I just, um, but I understand the frustration as well involved with like, because everyone's like, oh, you didn't lose because of the rest, you lost because of this. It's like, well. Maybe, but the two don't have to be mutually exclusive. Like, Mm -hmm. the team can suck and the refs can suck at the same time.
1: Yeah, like, I think we saw a couple of games like that this weekend where the the referees were just really poor with what they were doing and they were bad for both teams, you know? Yes, yes. it's, It's very rarely, I think, you ever see a game where the referee has really... And I don't think they do it on purpose. I just think they make bad calls and one side gets the rub of the green or whatever, and it's very rarely I think I've ever seen a referee really favour one team over another, and it's it's cost a team a game. Like, it doesn't happen often at all. Yeah.
2: Really. Do you think that the ref should have gone upstairs for the Tigers? No, try, try.
1: Look, it was close. I was happy with it to be play on. Like, if he was in the perfect position and he thought he saw a knock-on and he was happy with that, I'm happy with it to just be play on, you know? Um, I
2: think it's funny how we want the refs to make decisions until they're decisions that don't favour our teams. And we're, we're all pretty bad for it sometimes. Like, we all get the shits, but it's like... It's got to be one or the other. Either we want the human aspect and the refs to do their jobs without going to the bunker and yeah. they make mistakes in the process or they go to the bunker every time. Yeah, and I then agree. In the bunker.
1: And, the bunker. And, and I I hate when you're watching yeah. a good game of footy and it feels like they're stopping every two minutes to go and check something and wait a minute, oh, hang on, there was a, someone's hurt here and let's go to the bunker. Yeah, and then yeah. it's, it's like fucking let them play football.
2: Well, I've noticed that it's not even really the issue. It's not even really the refs that bug me the most. It's the commentators interpreting and saying the wrong things about what's happening in the game that convinces the people at home that the refs have done something wrong.
1: Yeah. And you know what? You see that a lot. Phil Gould does it a lot with the obstruction. Like if you ask Phil Gould, what's an obstruction? His answer will change every two minutes. And so he'll yeah. there'll be a really easy obstruction to call and he'll be like, Oh, you know, the referees, they don't really know football. And it's like, no, Phil, actually, I think you don't know football compared to referees. Cause referees are a fucking experts in rugby league, like above and beyond most yeah. of us.
2: See, the thing is, it's also a ever changing system. Mm. It's not the same as it was when he was playing. So no, it's not an obstruction in your interpretation, mm. but according to the rules, it is.
1: Yeah. And like the, the thing that gets me too, is you can have a forward come through and just blast someone out the defensive line. And then a try is scored over in the corner and it gets called back. And it's like, Oh, yeah. well, you know, it didn't affect the play. It's like, yeah, but since 1895, a forward has never been allowed to come through and blast someone out the defensive line. Like, that's never been the case. And that's always an obstruction. It's like a shepherd call. It's like an old-fashioned shepherd call has been an old-fashioned shepherd call since 1895. It's not a new rule.
2: Yeah. Well, I just think if a player has time to stand in the line with their arms in the air, they have time to get out of the way.
1: I get that, but i I also think that if you run if if you run through as a decoy runner and you know you're in a bad place, put your arms in the air because you've disappeared if you've done that, yeah, what do you reckon
2: no, I don't know
1: you hate that idea, don't you?
2: I fucking hate them putting their arms in i almost hate it as much as them like either feet blowing the whistle or putting their arms up to. Like for Simbin, I think anyone who does any of those things need to have their arms chopped off.
1: <laughs> I'm willing to go with it. How many? Who do you reckon would have the least arms by the end of the year if they did that? Garfo. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and um, K- Munster.
1: Munster yeah, he, does it all the time. I feel like a few of the roosters do it as well. I feel like overall they're the worst team.
2: Oh, how he was um. JWH with his slap.
1: Yeah. He went he he went full Will Smith, eh? I
2: was about to say that.
1: <laughs> Someone must have told a G.I. Jane joke. Have you ever seen G.I. Jane, by the way?
2: I have have. I don't think that's even an insult because G- Demi was hot just for starters. Mm-hmm. And um in that movie, she overcame a lot of fucking obstacles. Mm-hmm. And was they tried to beat her down the whole way, and she overcame it all. She should feel fucking flattered
1: I, I to be have...
2: compared to G. I. J. Maybe not, not to be flattered to be compared to Demi Moore, because she cheated on her husband. She said that, because Will Smith was like, oh, she cheated on me. And then he came out later, and she's like, oh, I didn't cheat on you. We had an agreement. It's like, well, if it's an agreement, both people have to know that.
1: Yeah, although I can see where you have an agreement and the agreement kind of goes out the window when. If you
2: fuck your son's friend?
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you said it way more <laughs> diplomatically than I was about to. <laughs> <laughs> like, a...
2: <Huh?
1: laughs> agreements go out the window when all of a sudden your loved one is full of someone else's cock. Um...
2: Yeah, like, and I just, I think that it's meant to make everyone happy, and if everyone's not happy, then it stops being an agreement.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Because clearly um,
2: he's not happy.
1: Yeah, he seems like he's gone through some shit over the last 18 months, it seems like, and, you know, the G.I. junk I joke was that, the last straw.
2: Yeah, the straw that broke the camel's back, because I don't think he was just, like, slapping Chris Rock. He was slapping all these people that have been making jokes about his wife cheating on him.
1: I haven't seen gi jane for many many years but i really enjoyed it when i watched it and i was like you i was like they she overcome everything and let me i bet i know what your favorite quote out of it is i can't
2: remember any quotes
1: i was like little no the quote i like was when they're in training she's because she's training with the navy seals and the the drill sergeant is really going at her And she's kind of been almost accepted by the other dudes in her unit, but not fully. And she says to a drill sergeant, suck my dick. And they all cheer. (laughs) It's just the best. Oh, it's so good. I should do an episode where I watch GI Jane with someone, hey, and just be like, oh, let's watch this and go through it and talk through it. Yes. Be good. Anyway, so there was that game. The Paramount Eels, big celebration. They smash the dragons. D- a disrespectful field goal at the end. Forty nine points on the board. Yeah. And but the dragons are still in it because they didn't have fifty scored against them. So that's Oi,
2: just, you know, you don't watch um uh Fox, do you? You watch Channel Nine.
1: No, no, I watch Fox, yeah.
2: How badly did Vossi wanna say that Para were in crisis when they scored that try? Like yeah. He was busting to say, Oh, Paramount is like the wheels are falling off, like <laughs> fuck off you fucking annoying cunt.
1: <laughs> there's some there's some bad commentary happening right now around rugby league and like I, I heard Michael Ennis earlier today saying that there's no harder away game than when you go to Melbourne and play the storm and I'm thinking, well the Panthers haven't lost at home for like a couple of years now, so I think that's harder.
2: Yeah, well, Parra don't seem to find it hard. What, to beat? beat Melbourne in Melbourne?
1: Yeah, well, that's what I was <laughs> thinking, you know, so I, I just think that
2: sometimes... weird, like, that's crazy, eh?
1: Yeah, sometimes I think commentators, they just get stuck with sayings that they like saying over and over again, and it's like, that's not what's really going on the field. you got to tell me yeah. what's happening on the field, man.
2: There's a few things that they say. I I write them down all the time. But I think that's why people get so pissed off. Mm. Like it's listening to them fucking talk. Even as said, did you see as well that um that where is it that um our reserve grade beat them as well?
1: No, I didn't say that.
2: I'm trying to go back through and find it.
1: Because oh, I'm going to. Be- Like, I know I used to um, commentate New South Wales Cup, but I don't keep too much of an eye on it anymore.
2: I'm pretty sure we – oh maybe I saw it on Facebook because we were beating them at half time.
1: New South Wales Rugby League. Let's see if the New South Wales Rugby League have updated.
2: Or maybe I was seeing things. Maybe it was like – Let's
1: have a look here. Maybe I'll April 2nd. So the Eels today full time. Hang on a second. Yeah, Yeah, 44 points to 12. You beat the Dragons. Yeah. So That's the game, game, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. So we did pretty well today.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you did. Still not not leading a comp like the Panthers, I'm just saying.
2: No, no. (laughs) Well, in our defence, we haven't been playing together with each other <laughs> since like in 2002. Like that's, your guys, half of you true. probably weren't even born then. <laughs>
1: I bet some of them weren't born, hey? I bet Taygo wasn't born in 2002.
2: What's his first name? I'm looking up.
1: I can't remember his first name, hey?
2: Wait, I'll just, I'll just, um, paint this. Oh
1: my god, if I could
2: write. N-R-A. Isaac, Isaac Tego He was Isaac. born in
1: 2002. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so he was just a baby when we won in 2003. That's weird.
2: I was just a baby last time we won.
1: Yeah, but you're old as shit. <laughs>
2: I, I know. I know. I'm getting, getting on now. It's so bad. Grown adults at work call me mum.
1: Oh, <laughs> really? Off. Oh, man. I would, I, would, I reckon you should slap the shit out of them people when they say <laughs> that. That's terrible.
2: Oh, it's uh, fuck off.
1: <laughs> you love your uh, discount at work, don't you?
2: Yeah, 50%. And we get it on NRL gear too. So I
1: Yeah. I'll have to put my orders in.
2: Yeah, do it. I'll buy it all and get it sent to your house.
1: That actually reminds me, I've got mugs that are now on sale. Hi.
2: Hey? Oh, really?
1: Yeah, yeah. League Freak mugs. There'll be more added. Uh, just let me find the link. Uh, profile. I put it up. Hang on, hang on. Let me find it. So, not that, not that. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? I'm scrolling my... man. Wait, while you're
2: scrolling that, yeah. breaking news. NRL Integrity Unit made aware of alleged brawl between Broncos teammates Payne Haas and Albert Kelly.
1: Okay, so I've seen the video. Is it bad? The video I saw, and I, it, it, what it was, was it looked at, this is how I would describe it. Albert Kelly has Payne Haas by the scruff of his jumper. Keeping in mind, Payne Haas is a lot bigger than Albert Kelly, but Albert Kelly's still a big dude. Yeah. And Payne Haas grabs Albert Kelly around the throat and walks him backwards. And I wouldn't call it a brawl, although you don't see any fighting. The video oh, really? cuts out. Yeah. It's not like they're throwing punches. Well, it's
2: only 12 seconds. Like, that. me and my sisters do worse than
1: that. Yeah, I, I would agree. <laughs>
2: I got excited, not not because like I dislike them. I, I've weirdly been going for Broncos lately when they play. It's very yeah. odd. Makes me feel a little bit dirty, but it is what it is. But um, yeah, I just like everyone forgets that these guys are around each other like every day, mm. and they become like siblings. Siblings fight. People who are yeah. close fight. They and like they're physical people. They're gonna get into physical. Arguments, shit yeah, happens. Yeah,
1: that's a good point. And that But the argument would be they shouldn't be acting like they're out in public. But it seemed like it was pretty late at night, and there wasn't that. Seemed like there was just them around. I don't I know s- where it happened though.
2: I swear, in this like this still video, I'm gonna send it to you because it looks like there's a like a tap faucet. A what? Um, I'll send it to you.
1: A t- I've seen the video. There's a tap for look,
2: them. look. Look, look in this still. It looks like there's a tap.
1: Okay. Where are you sending it to, by the way?
2: Uh, Twitter.
1: Okay, okay. Yes, there is.
2: <laughs> what, what is that? Where are they?
1: Wait a minute. That's on the ground facing outwards.
2: Yeah. No. What is that?
1: <laughs> I don't know. It looks like a tap, doesn't it?
2: I haven't watched it because I don't want it to be heaps loud in my ears.
1: Okay. It's, it's, uh, okay. Hang on. Let me see. Oh,
2: it's a tap on the, oh, okay. It wasn't on the ground. It's a, so it's a tap coming off. It looks like a tap coming off the garden bed. Let me like, look, a so. dra- like a, like
1: okay, a. Okay. Let me see. I'll, I'll tell you where this tap is. This is riveting. Huh? Um
2: <laughs> But it looks like it's like it's. Facing yeah. upward to be on the wall. I don't understand what's going on. Or
1: yeah. Maybe, I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It I think it's a weird perspective. But for the video, let me describe the video. The video goes for 12 seconds. It's very short. Um, You see, allegedly see Albert Kelly holding on to Payne Haas' jumper. Payne Haas is trying to push him away and get him off him. That's all yes. it looks like.
2: Don't so you love how, for me, it's such a fucking bullshit video that the tap is the biggest thing?
1: Yeah, like, the tap is weird. I It's, it's on the bottom of a garden. Like, why isn't it in the garden?
2: Why isn't it coming straight out from the wall instead of facing upwards? Like, it's, you know how, like, when you have the detachable shower heads and you don't put it back on properly and it just faces out?
1: Yes. Yeah, yes, it looks I- like that. It does a little bit. Yeah, it sort of, it's like, looks like it was hung on the side of the wall funny.
2: It Was it Payne Painhouse's pain mum who was at McDonald's? Or was that a different player? Or was that David Peter?
1: I think it might have been Payne Haas. See, the thing is, if I'm, say so you're Payne right? And you're a gigantic human being. Yeah. If like, and I'm looking at a video where somebody is grabbing Payne Haas and he's trying to push them away from him, it's always going to look bad for Payne Haas just because he's a gigantic human being, you know? Yeah. So like, that is not a brawl to me, and that might be something that, as as teammates. You might be a little bit steamed about it the next day, but it's not a fight. That's not a brawl for me.
2: But you know what? We live in a society where there's people going, oh, my God, Will Smith's flat, Chris Rock. It's disgusting. I'm traumatized. I'm I'm this, I'm that. Everything is so watered down because everyone's so fucking with these days that that is traumatic, that pain Haas. Like, if pain Haas wanted to fight Albert Kelly, he would have just leveled him or patted him on the head. Like, you know, okay, little fella, like, yeah. If he wanted to knock him out, he probably would have.
1: Yeah, Painhass could have literally lifted him up off the ground and thrown him into the yeah. water bed, into the bed with the weird have called
2: Undertaker or Mick Foley and thrown him in the fucking garden.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, so uh, you know, and what are they going to what are they going to investigate about it? Like you watch the video, it goes for 12 seconds. Then I guess you call them up and say, "Listen, what happened?" They're not going to tell you, "Oh, yeah, man." After that video, we had a full throwdown like fight. Kyle and... draft him. Yeah. Well, first of all, <laughs> I fucking smashed him, man. You should have seen me smashing the shit out of him. They're not going to say that. And they'll probably but, find them or something well, anyway. Yeah,
2: imagine if they both turned around and seen the cunt that was fucking videoing them. Because what a little, like, what a rat. Yeah. Who does that? Like, either you're their friend and you know that they're not going to hurt each other. Otherwise you step in and stop them
0: Mm -hmm.
2: or you are a piece of shit who films it and then sends it to the media because you have nothing going on in your own life. You need to try to ruin the lives of football
1: players. Yeah, I don't understand that. Like I I know when I was growing up, we didn't really have videos in phones, So like whatever was going on wasn't getting videotaped. And but I can't imagine that you see your mates fighting, and the first thing you do is you grab your phone. Like, exactly.
2: Like that's not a friend thing to do.
1: Nah, like I'm kind of living in the moment. (laughs) I'm watching my friends punch on if they're having a fight.
2: Exactly.
1: Exactly. I'm I'm standing there going, "Hit him, you fucking dog!" You know? Yeah,
2: exactly. (laughs) Get a pair of fuckwits.
1: Yeah. Like, oh, I wouldn't take that, man. I I remember there was a fight at our high school once, and it was over, and one of my friends had this jacket he loved, and I said, dude, he tore your jacket, and it was straight back on.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, of course you fucking did. I don't know. It's just weird. Like, I I don't
1: know. Do you reckon they get suspended, or do you reckon it's just a fine?
2: I don't think anything should happen to them.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Nothing happened in that. All I saw was two dudes that know each other had a little bit of a push and shove, and that's all I saw.
2: And you know what? It's clearly at the pub or a club. No kids should have been there at what looked like nighttime. Mm-hmm. And if anyone's kids see that, it's because they've let their parents have let them see that. I tell you, because the, other- the media have put it out. For kids to see
1: that. Yes. And I tell you the other thing. I was sent that video openly on Twitter. Like, and you can see my conversation. I was like, what am I looking at? I had to be told what I was looking at. So it's not like you look at it and, you know, they're both in their Broncos gear and Payne Haas is there and he's like, I'm, you know, Bronco number, blah, blah, blah. And I'm about to fight Albert Kelly. It's not like a jackass skit, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Like, I, <laughs> my name's Payne Haas, and I'm about to kick my teammates' ass. <laughs> I, don't, I don't
2: even care.
1: Yeah. I'm,
2: now, gonna ask, I'm gonna ask this media person why. Why is there an oddly placed tap on the wall? Why is there an oddly placed tap on the wall? <laughs> because that is the most odd thing about this, also the most compelling.
1: Oh, I've just seen the uh, the media person that put it up there.
2: There was a few different ones. Like, oh, was there? fucking hell. It's so weird. It's like they don't even care anymore if they are actually saying stuff that matters.
1: Yeah, the medias it's been pretty bad this year, um, and they haven't liked talking about footy. They're like, we've had some really good football. Last weekend was a really good round of footy. Super Saturday this weekend was absolutely dreadful, but that's okay. They can't all be winners. <laughs> um, and this Sunday, today's been a great day of footy. Well, I know we've seen a couple of blowouts, but still, there was some good footy played, and they never talk about football. They just talk about rubbish.
2: Yeah. Yeah, but it's like you imagine you play professional sport, yeah. you lose, you go out with the people you lost with. Temper, like, of course, you're gonna be like, then shit happens. Yeah, like when you pissed off because you lost with the people you lost with, you're like, oh, well, maybe it's your fault we lost. You know, anything could have happened to spark that. It's not always got to be some earth shattering moment. Like, oh my god, they hate each other. Mm. Albert Kelly fucked Payne Haas's mum. Oh, with shit. a Big Mac. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm surprised they don't come out with shit like that.
1: I, I, I wouldn't be shocked. But, uh, I wonder. It'll be something silly they were arguing about. You know, wouldn't it wouldn't be weird if it turned out that Payne House... Took Albert Kelly's keys off him and said, my friend, I don't want you driving your car. You need to take an Uber home. And Albert Kelly just had a little bit too much to drink. And he was trying to get his keys back off Payne Haas. But Payne Haas was being a good citizen.
2: Or they were trying to teach each other how to do the Macarena. And one of them got the moves wrong at the wrong time. And Albert Kelly's like, oh, you're a fucking idiot. You don't put your hands behind your head there. You put your hands on your your shoulders and has <laughs> is like, no, you fucking don't gun. And that's we, all it was.
1: Yeah. Like, they, they were just, they were playing out a movie scene that they just come yeah. out of a movie and they would seen, you know,
2: you can literally make anything believable with a lack of context.
1: Yeah. But they, what they should do is when the integrity unit calls them up, they should say, look, we'd been playing street fighter for three hours. And he was trying to show me what an Dukin would look like in real life. And I was like, no, nah, it's more like this. And I did the Dal on him. I was like, yeah. Dalsim and slap, stuff I, like that.
2: Or I fucking Dukin that bitch up the wazoo.
1: Exactly. Like, now, can I ask you a question? As a, you're not a Bulldogs fan. You're a Niels fan, but you're sympathetic to the Bulldogs.
2: I love the Bulldogs,
1: yeah. Okay, you've got a soft spot for the Bulldogs. Yeah. Today, they got whipped. By the Storm. The Storm played really well. That's
2: not surprising though. I reckon everyone's putting shit on the Bulldogs. But I think pretty much any team that would have played the Storm this week Mm -hmm. would have got beaten up. And it just is a different degree of beaten up. Mm -hmm. So I'm not like, I don't know. I'm not heaps pissed off. Mm -hmm. Like I don't. Hate the Bulldogs for losing or anything like that, but I, I do feel sorry for them because now they play Panthers next week.
1: Yeah, and the the Panthers are a demoralising team to play against too. Like they just sort of strangle you to death for eighty minutes, and then like even if they only score twenty points on you, they've probably not let you look at their try line very often. They are just they must be a rotten team to play. But it, I think it's fair to say that Trent the the Trent Barrett. uh He's under pressure now. Like I know yeah. it's early in the season, but he's got a he's got a lot of players that come to the club, and after a whipping like that, and if they get beaten pretty badly by the Panthers, the honeymoon period for this year, I think it's fair to say it's over. Hey, but the thing is, yeah,
2: but the
0: thing is need to be
2: filling their place with someone better. Yeah. And I don't see any any better than the coaches that each team has got at the moment.
1: Okay. So but let me give. That, let, isn't,
2: let, that isn't a coach for another team already.
1: Yeah. So I'll give you three names and you tell me if you would prefer them over Trent Barrett. Okay. Because Gus is going to start saying Trent Barrett looks tired. We know that. And he's come in. He didn't hire Trent Barrett. So he's going to sack Trent Barrett. That's just what happens eventually. Yeah.
0: yeah. So,
1: okay, so here's the three names I'm going to toss up to you. Jeff Tuvey. He's pretty good. Yeah, would you take him over Trent Barrett?
2: Well, if he wanted to do it, probably. Mm.
1: Okay, second name, Shane Flanagan. No. No, I wouldn't have him either.
2: I wouldn't have him because I don't trust him. And I think
1: that you need to be able to trust your coach. Yeah, I agree 100%. The last name I've got is Cameron Seraldo, who's an assistant coach for the Penrith Panthers. So there's a bit of a connection there. Phil Gould will, you know, you know what Phil Gould's like. He he knew that so-and-so was going to be great before anybody else did. And he'll say, I knew Cameron Seraldo was going to be a great coach before anyone else did. And that's why I'm bringing him to the club.
2: Yeah. Is he available?
1: Is he contracted? I I would suggest, well, he's an assistant coach at the Panthers. He has, my understanding is he has turned down NRL offers because he knows you don't go to a shitty club. But I think as an assistant coach, there's an understanding with people that like if you get offered a head coaching job and you want to take it, a club will let you go. So I think the Panthers would let him go if he wanted to leave.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, if he, he, I mean, I don't really know much about him, Mm -hmm. but if the people that do know more about him think he's better than Trent Barrett, I'd give it a go.
1: I would think that. Almost anyone's better than Trent Barrett. <laughs> yeah,
2: no, but you know, of, of available people, I mean, like yeah. there's heaps of coaches I'd rather than Trent Barrett. But
1: yeah, I th- I just think the thing with Trent Barrett is that this team that he has at his disposal is way better than the one Dean Pay had. Like Dean Pay yeah, had.
2: Yeah, I agree.
1: Yeah, and I think it's also fair to say that Dean Pay had that team and they weren't very good. He had them playing better than Trent Barrett's had yeah. the bull the Bulldogs playing at any point.
2: And I don't think it's fair. Like they they do play so hard. They don't just give up. Mm. They just I don't know. <laughs> I don't who do know.
1: you th- who do you think has been the Bulldogs' best players so far this year? This year.
2: Hmm.
1: Well.
2: I thought Jack Heverington was going really good until he got hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? I think um, Shop's really good, but he mm-hmm. didn't play today, did he? I think he was injured. Something happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think Josh Adekar's had much opportunity to do what he does.
1: That's true. I think he's trying to do the most he can, though. Yeah.
2: Personally. Um I don't know who's who I would say has been their best player. I th-
1: I would say I think Dufty's played all right with the his limited opportunity. He's been
2: trying really hard.
1: Yeah. And I think Burton is doing about the most he can when you consider he doesn't really have a hooker or a halfback to take any of the pressure off him.
2: Well, you know what? I, I know everyone like carries on about Lachlan Lewis, mm-hmm. but I think that we looked, or Bulldogs looked best last year when he was playing,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and I think him and Burton would have been good together.
1: I agree. I, and I,
2: is, and is I he... think that a lot of players have done far, far worse than his practical joke gone wrong and still allowed to play. Mm-hmm. But he gets turfed. I think it's just fucking bullshit, and I think that they bit off their nose to spite their face with that.
1: Oh, okay, look! I, I think that it definitely. W- I would be interested to see how he looked alongside Burton, because I agree with you. I think that there was something there with Lewis, but uh, just I don't know. There was something about that thing, and you know what? People don't like somebody around that took something. You know. Yeah,
2: I just don't. I don't think we got the whole story, though.
1: Yeah, I agree. I you know, agree. I
2: think that. I I don't think that it's good enough to say oh we don't like people around that take stuff because there's plenty of players who take things physically from people that they shouldn't take
1: mm-hmm.
2: and it's all good because innocent until proven guilty.
1: Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I I, I would say yeah there was something with that because it was just immediate and it was like no this we're not gonna we're not even gonna entertain having him anymore. And that was it. It was all over. Like, I don't even know where he, what he's doing right now. He's probably playing in, I don't know, Queensland or something. I don't like know.
2: That. I think he's just yeah. hanging out with his wife and kids. Yeah. Making TikToks and stuff.
1: Does he have TikTok?
2: He does. That, But they have, like, this shared um, Instagram account too. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: Who's and they coach? wear a lot
2: of white. Wait, I'll find it. They fucking wear so much white.
1: See, I don't have TikTok because I'm an adult male.
2: Yeah, well, I um, I can't remember. I downloaded it because um, because my friend wanted pe. It was some work thing mm. where, cause she does some type of stuff, and um, they had a competition to see who could get the most followers in some amount of time or some shit. I don't know. Yeah. And I just made it so I could um help her. Okay. I just saw I,
0: it and I'm, I walked past it.
1: I know that a bunch of players have TikTok. I just don't get it. I, I just think I don't understand it. And I don't want to.
2: Well yeah, I think it's weird. <laughs>
1: But Anyways. here,
2: look, this is their Instagram. Look at it. They they just wear white. I
1: can't
2: white. see anything. Wait, I'm sending it to you now.
1: Oh.
2: Like, I swear, there's only white in their wardrobe. Like, white and white brown.
1: Okay, so the first thing I'm doing is looking at their Instagram. Oh, that's weird. What's going on?
2: It's very, very white pastel. Like brown, it's like an easier life, a life or an operating theater.
1: Yeah, it, I don't, yeah, that's really weird. Hey, I
2: can't imagine wearing that much white and not having to spend 16 hours a day soaking clothes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I remember, I remember hearing on Joe Rogan's podcast, um, the dude that used to run it called Brian Redband. He said he likes wearing lots of white and and light colors and Rogan said why and he said he said cuz it hides calm
0: oh, Yeah <laughs> Oh shit well <laughs> Okay
1: Yeah Anyway <laughs> So So okay so but do you think like, how many losses in a row do you... So, from now, how many more losses in a row do you reckon it takes before out gets turfed?
2: Before he gets turfed?
1: Yeah.
2: I don't know. I don't know. I try not to theorize about stuff like that, because I'm usually wrong. That's why I don't do any tipping stuff.
1: But you're an expert. That's why I've got no, your I'm one. not.
2: I'm not an you're expert.
1: Not. You're an expert. Okay. You're a former commentator.
2: I am a former commentator, but.
1: Yeah. Tell me what you thought about the commentary situation when we did it. It sucks that we can't do it anymore. It's not that we can't do it anymore. It's just situation changed. Yeah. But, uh, you, it was interesting to see, hey.
2: It was. It was very cool. But the room is so small, much smaller than you, you'd think that it would be.
1: Yeah, I, I think, I'm trying to think of that one. That's about the size they normally are. I think the biggest room I've been in was the one at Parramatta Stadium, but that's a new stadium, so the yeah. rooms are bigger. Um, so, yeah, they're about that size normally, hey?
2: Yeah, you're, like, right on top of each other.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's not much room at all. And, like, there's a lot of people, because we had a lot of people that day that were calling games and stuff, there were a lot of people in the back of the commentary box as well. Yeah. But but they they – it's they're pretty good. Like they don't tend to annoy you when you're calling games. No which is really good.
2: And everyone was so nice. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's great. Except Hichy. for
2: this one guy I met. Oh really? Yeah. So it makes he... me all fucking day annoying me. Really? Yeah.
1: Who was what was his name?
2: Uh League Freak.
1: Oh jeez. I've heard what a Wanker. <laughs> I've heard he's a handsome bastard in real life.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, it's so funny. When I talk to Clint and I'm like, "Oh, League Freak," mm-hmm. and he goes, "You know, I know his real name, right? <laughs> you don't have to call him that." I'm like, "Oh yeah."
1: <laughs> I called myself my real name on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. My real name, by the way, is Phil Rothfield, and i i had to I had to go back and edit it out. <laughs> but yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, it was. Um, it was. Cool seeing you there and getting to see you have a go at it all and stuff. And, yeah, I just – I wish it was all still going because I miss it. I miss calling the games and, you know, you turn up and you get to see all the the behind-the-scenes stuff. And then you get to talk about rugby league while it's playing and I miss all that. I do too. It
2: was a lot of fun. But we get this. Mm -hmm. We get this. At least we got
1: this. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, look, I mean, the podcast started – just before I started doing the commentary and because it's grown so much, I mean, now you're, you're, the reach is pretty big now. So um, it's a cool its cool to be able to jump on like we did tonight. Like I was going to do a solo podcast tonight, flicked you a message, said, hey, what are you doing? You want to jump on? And you're like, yeah. So it's cool to be able <laughs> yeah. to jump on and just chat about footy and all sorts of stuff.
2: It is. Oh, yeah. While talking about footy, it's yes. got nothing to do with footy, actually. He's a footy player, but whatever. Do you reckon that Luke Keery has vitamin D deficiency?
1: Why is that?
2: Have you seen how white he is?
1: He is very pale, is
2: Very he? pale. Him and Sam Walker, they must be the pastiest half-sparing in the
1: comp. It, should we start Should we start on uh, Luke Keery Powder? Remember that movie Powder? Yes. <laughs> Not many people will remember that movie. Um, he he looks pasty like a pom, Hey,
2: yeah, he does. Like really, really. Um, and I um follow him and his wife on um Instagram as well. They're doing up a house. Oh really? Yeah.
1: Whereabouts and, um, is the house?
2: I don't know. In some rich person place in Sydney. All right. <laughs> Um yeah, Eastern suburbs it says. Okay. And it's very white too. Wait, I'll send you it. Every like everyone just really likes white.
1: That's strange. Oh, you know why it's weird to you and me? Because you and me go into places and we're like, have they got it in black? Have you got it in black?
2: Yeah. Like it's <laughs> so everything it's white on white on white. I'm like, Jesus Christ.
1: Like I know I know when I look at buying a new pair of Nikes. Um, and I'm like, oh, these colours, have they got cool ones? And then I'm like, oh, really, I'm just going to end up with black. Yeah, stickers.
2: I sent you a link to their Instagram, look at it, it's very white.
1: Oh, yeah, there's no colours in that house that they're doing up, it is white on white on white with white fixings. Yeah, White with every- a
2: touch of brown, like light brown. Like yeah. A touch of raw wood.
1: That, yeah, and that's just the wood, yeah.
2: Yeah, it's like...
1: They're like I, living in a fucking a hospital sunglasses. theater, yeah,
2: I mean, I appreciate that they're like it's very pretty,, mm-hmm. but i don't know i i especially with kids,, hmm.
1: yeah, you just end up with hand hand marks all over the wall and some the you know the drawing on them crayons and
2: no, but they've probably got nice kids, probably, yeah. I don't know. They what
1: we, might not what, be. What must that be like, having nice kids, hey? I
2: don't know. Oi, fucking hell. I haven't told you what my daughter did.
1: Okay, tell me, because I, I can edit it out.
2: She, I was in bed the other week with hmm. my kidney stones. Yeah. And I got a phone call from her. Yeah. And I answered, I was like, oh, hello. Oh, hi, Dizzy, what are you doing? and, um, hi, this is so-and-so, um, the manager of Coles at Chidaway. We've just caught Kaylee and her friends shoplifting.
1: No way.
2: Yeah, you don't have to cut it out. Fucking, what a little cow. We were like, okay, she's like taking a chocolate or whatever. Mm. We go down there, and they said it was a dare, which sounds like a whole lot of bullshit to me. That's just mm-hmm. a way to try to get out of trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, um, we walk in, and like, just um, picture a standard dressing table
0: mm-hmm.
2: that was covered in stuff that they had attempted to steal. $200 oh. worth of shit.
1: <gasps> oh, no. That,
2: what? <laughs> like, what the fuck are you doing?
1: That's crazy.
2: And um, on the way walking in there, the manager's like, I haven't called the police, but I told them I have. Yeah. And so we went along with it. She's been grounded. I think it's. This is the third week now.
1: Wow. Oh, man.
2: And I was like, are you for real? I was like, that is such a sense of entitlement because you get given everything. Both mm. of you get given everything that you want, everything you need, anything else for you, you just need to ask. But you thought that you had the right to walk into this shop and just take things mm. for no other reason than that you wanted them. And that is effed up. Yeah. I was so pissed.
1: I can imagine. I can imagine. How's your kidney stones treating you, by the way?
2: They're not too bad at the moment.
1: Yeah. Did I yeah. have a thing where they can smash them with a laser or something?
2: They can, but this one's pretty small. Okay. It's like, like two millimeter. Okay. So it's pretty tiny. It still hurts, but it's tiny. So there's not really much point of doing that when I can... Pretty much just pass it. Okay. If I just drink water and do the right thing.
1: Just drink heaps and heaps of water. Yeah. So I don't have to go and test my kidney yet because you might need no, me to. No.
2: No, not yet. Yeah. Not yet. All right.
1: Because right. like, if I have to give you a kidney for a reasonable price, I will.
2: Yeah, cool. <laughs> I, actually, I did a kidney function test, and apparently they're functioning fine other than the stones. So. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: And some people just produce kidney stones, hey. Yeah. Yeah. I because I, I remember once here and the kidney stones can be if you drink heaps too, like if you drink too much, um, like uh, Coke and stuff like that.
2: Yeah, I'm not um, I'm not healthy at all. Yeah. And like, I don't look after myself.
1: I, I that, yeah. I I I I treat my body like it's a renewable resource.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As if it's gonna like regenerate.
1: Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Like and and I can't do that. I can't do that. Um, although one thing, one thing you'd probably find funny at the moment with me, I've got really long hair at the moment. Hey,
2: really,
1: really, really when, long
2: hair. When was the last time you cut it? Because I remember uh, last year at some point you looked like a bit of a shaggy dog, but you said you were you shaved it off not long after. I'm pretty sure. I
1: I don't. I haven't cut my hair in I would say nearly a year.
2: Jesus.
1: Yeah. But yeah. so you
2: were only not cutting it because of COVID. I think it was lockdown.
1: Were... Yeah, I just I just couldn't be bothered, you know, yeah. and I wasn't going anywhere. So, well, and I just yeah, you've seen I shaved my head, um, but yeah, and I stopped doing it, and so I've been wearing like because I hate getting hair in my face, so I've been wearing beanies all summer, because <laughs> to keep the hair out of my face.
2: That's terrible. You yeah. look like a criminal.
1: Probably, probably.
2: It's um, like you're about
1: to rob the liquor store. Well, you you know, if it's summer and you go into a shop and you're wearing a hoodie and you've got a beanie on and you're wearing yeah. a mask anyway, it's not a good look. No, it's not. Mm, it's, uh, yeah, I've got long hair. I'll show, you, I'll show it to you in a bit. But uh, anyway, it's been awesome having you on the podcast.
2: Thanks for having me.
1: Yeah, we're going to get you and your friend on in a few weeks' time for a very special episode.
2: Yes, I'm so keen to do it with someone else.
1: Ah, uh, that's, that's what she said.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: And <laughs> as I said, thanks.
2: have got to do it too.
1: Oh, yeah. We're, Don't be a coward. What? I've you've got to choose one. Yeah. Oh, no, I t- here's the thing. Oh, here's what I'm going to do, right? I'm going to listen to both of you and what you choose, and then I'm going to pick a winner.
2: i pick a winner.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because it's got to be a contest for my affection.
2: <laughs> Pick a wiener.
1: <laughs> Pick a wiener. <laughs> oh. So so that's how it's gonna work. Uh where can people find you on the interwebs? Oh, I don't know. You've got a you've got a Twitter feed.
2: Yeah, it's um Katie Lou Burns. Okay. Yeah. So
1: people can find you there. You talk about football, you're a Paramount Eels fan, you also talk about the Bulldogs a lot.
2: I talk a lot about basketball too.
1: Yeah, you're a Golden State Warriors uh, bandwagoner, and uh... bandwagon,
2: wow. fuck off, idiot!
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, you're, you're seriously your favourite player. Let me guess, your favourite player is Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. No, who is it then?
2: My favourite at the moment is um, well, I'm just gonna Anderson, Gary Payton mm-hmm. the second, all mm-hmm. the young ones at the moment. I really love them, and um, I also really like. Um, I hate that I like him, but I like Draymond. Oh, do Yeah, I do. I do. But I hate that I like him because I don't like him.
1: What do you think about Kaminga? Kaminga's interesting, huh?
2: I watched him in the summer league, mm-hmm. and I was like, he needs to play. He needs to be on the court. Mm-hmm. And I was really, really happy when they started doing that. Yeah, they But, I, I really, yeah, I really like all the young players. Like, they really go all out. Like, I think it's our senior players that are letting us down at the moment.
1: I tell you, the the thing that worries me, though, is Wiseman I, has been off the court for so long. And I, I feel like he's the sort of player that needed uh, to go to a team that was going to kind of look after him a bit. And I feel as though he's gone into a team where it's a bunch of veterans and they've said, dude, this is how we do it. You've got to do it how we do it. And it's not been what he needed to be at his best um, because if he had have turned out for you guys, it was going to be pretty scary.
2: Yeah. It's really sad as well because he, he was 99% chance of coming back and then something else happened. Mm. So yeah. I who else? I, w- so, I think Jordan Poole's going so good as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. And look, I think Clay, he's doing about as good as you could hope for after being out for so long. Like, I don't know what people were expecting out of him, but yeah, you know, it's, well, I think it's the same
2: as what people were expecting with these new recruits for the Bulldogs, that it was going to be some magic pill and it was going to click straight away. Mm. And it was going to be, that's going to solve all the problems. And it's like, you can't expect that.
0: No, no, it's
2: not fair to expect that straight away. It's, it's always a work in progress. And, like, those players haven't played together before. Clay hadn't played with Jordan Poole. He hadn't played with the younger players. And, like, I don't
1: know. No, I agree with you. But I, I like Kaminga. I was, I remember I was watching Kaminga. He's so good. I was watching him during the, uh, before the draft because the, the Rockets were looking at maybe drafting him. He ended up going a little bit down the board because the Rockets ended up getting a – uh, the second pick, which was, they could have fallen out and got around the sixth or seventh. And yeah. so uh, they ended up getting a high pick. So he was, he was further down, but I liked what I saw of him, but he was very raw, but he looks like the sort of dude that when he gets the skill side of the game going for him and he's, you know, it's just going to take a little bit of time like it did for Giannis. Um,
2: yeah.
1: It, I think he's going to be one of those players where he's going to be pretty damn scary.
2: He's really good. He's yeah. really good. And I, I, you know who else I love? I love Iggy. Yeah. He's one of my favorites.
1: Yeah, he's doing good to still be playing at the moment, hey?
2: Yeah. He's a veteran. I, sh- I just really like all of them. I love Kevon too. He's so good. Like he, He's really underrated.
1: Well, look, I remember in those series that they were playing against the Rockets and Looney would have been – he was one of those guys that would come on the court and just do what he needed to do. And, yeah. man, so you just need dudes like that in the playoffs.
2: Well, that's like um the other day someone said about Tolman. How did he make it to this many games? It's like not everyone can be a superstar. Mm-hmm. Some people just go there, they do their job, they do it well, and that's it. Like, they just play. They, they're not going to be game changers. They're not going to be superstars. They're not going to be the person who are like, oh, he won us the game. But they just... Are there. Yeah. And for some people that's enough.
1: Yeah, and like you know if you've if you are a team that is looking to sign Aiden Tolman, say for next year, you know what he's gonna give you from the start of the year to the end of the year. You just know it. You lock yeah. that in and you don't have to worry about that for the whole year. You know, and you or, sign or, him
2: and he plays and you don't pay him a million dollars and then he doesn't play good.
1: Yeah, exactly. So
2: So I would p- take Aiden Tolman to play twenty 20- six games or however many games we play and play them well enough that he gets his team through. than a player who plays six games a year and plays really well, but mm. is getting paid a million dollars a year to watch.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's why I was actually look watching the game tonight. I was watching Jack Bird and I was thinking, cause he's sort of the opposite. He's like, he might be a good player. He plays well every so often, but he's, he is injury prone and, you know, he always seems like he's just trying to get back into the swing of things. And I was I was watching him thinking, like, they're the sort of players I would steer away from. I, just because you can't really rely on some players yeah. like that, you know.
2: And I think unless you have a whole team of them, of talented people, I think hard work for some people will trump talent.
1: Yes, 100%. 100%. Well, you look at the the Panthers. They, they've they got a couple of really talented forwards. But the reason that their forward pack is so good is because of how hard all the other forwards play yeah. and how much work they put in. And they're just relentless. And it's it's like more than a first-grade team's worth of forwards that the Panthers have. That's why they're so good. That's why they've got that depth. And yeah, sometimes you can just get to where you've got to be through hard work. And, you know, it's a, players like Aiden Tolman are really good for young players that they can see you don't have to be the most talented player in the game. But if you work your ass off, you can have a really good long career.
2: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I like him. I think he's sweet. Yeah. He doesn't get around abusing people or getting into fights or, like, why can't just he just be appreciated for being good
1: so that is episode 390 in the bag thanks to jamie for coming on she had to leave pretty quickly at the end there so i thought i'd wrap it up myself um if you want to check us out you can go to fergonfreak.com you can see all our episodes there including our history episodes Um, also check out leaguefreak.com if you want to see the Payne Haas video I posted it on there so the Payne Haas and Albert Kelly alleged brawl it's a bit of a beat up if you ask me so check that out also an uh, an article up by Julie where she goes through and lists her sexiest NRL and WNRL players that is all on leaguefreak.com thanks for listening and we'll catch you tomorrow Love that. Download our app today and enjoy tackle busting benefits with great odds, more markets and same game multi every NRL match at Palmer Bed. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858.